So that is the first level, is that you believe somebody. The second level is you see it for yourself. Abdullah tells you, you believe him, but you want to go see for yourself. You go and see it, and you see the fire. That's called Ayn al-Yaqeen. It's a higher level of certainty. It's not that you doubted Abdullah, but now you see it. And Haq al-Yaqeen is that you actually touch the fire. So you actually, you feel the fire. That's the highest level of certainty. And those are the levels of certainty. Now, the first level of certainty about the next world is ilm al-yaqeen, that we've heard about it. There are other levels. There's ayn al-yaqeen. The Prophet ﷺ had haq al-yaqeen because he actually, he saw it in the prayer. We know that, that when he moved back and forward and he said that he saw paradise. But we also know on the Isra and the Mi'raj that he actually entered into and passed through. So he had all, all three levels. But the, the least of those levels is a belief in the truth of those who have said. And this is a land that no uh, traveler has returned from traditionally. I mean, that's the way it's been stated. It's a land that no traveler has returned from to tell us about. But, but that's the difference between the prophets is that they actually tell us about. Then after that it says, These are people that are on guidance from their Lord. And they are also people that have success. This is success. There are those from amongst people who purchase empty talk, vain talk, empty talk, as a way of leading people astray. Now this comes from uh, Nadr ibn al-Harith, was one of the people in uh, Mecca, and he, he, he was a trader that used to go, a merchant that used to go to, uh, to Persia. And when he was in Persia, he could read. He, he bought this book called uh, Kalila and Dimna, which is a book, it's a book of stories. It's a very interesting book. There's a lot of wisdom in it. But it's, it's a book of stories. And he also bought a book uh, about the kings of Persia. And when people used to go to hear the Prophet he hired some, some storytellers. And he used to put them on the road, and they would tell these stories. And some of the people that were going to hear the Prophet ﷺ would actually sit and listen to the stories, and they were very fascinating stories, and they got interested in them. But the reason he did it was to prevent them from hearing the truth. And this is the idea of entertainment. I mean, entertainment, see, there's an ancient principle in, in, in ruling people. The, the Romans called it bread and circus, I mean, this was actually part of the Roman political understanding of how you ruled a people, is you, you, you gave them bread, but you also gave them entertainment to keep them from thinking about serious things. And that is what this is basically what they were doing. It's entertainment. Uh, television plays this role very well in our society. Because what it does is it tells you empty stories, but it distracts you from the fact that you're a temporal creature, that you're passing through time, and that you will leave this world. So instead of doing the real work, you preoccupy yourself with empty tales. And it can go on. They'll just keep churning them out. I mean, that's the thing about it. it, it it'll just go on and on. Then it says, وَيَتَّخِذَهَا they take it uh, as mockery. They think this is fun and games. They, they view 
revelation, prophecy, they view all this as something foolish and silly, and they make fun of it. These people will be, they will be humiliated for mocking the signs of God. If you recite to them some of our signs, they will turn out of arrogance. As if they didn't even hear it. In other words, the subject matter is very serious. Even if you don't believe in it, the, ma- the subject matter is very serious because it's about life and death, it's about infinity, it's about paradise, it's about punishment, it's about how you live your life. These are very serious issues. Whether you give them, whether you believe in the view or not, it's not something to be taken lightly. The Christians believe it. I mean, they believe in the basic principle. The Jews believe in the basic principles, even other traditions. Pure Land Buddhism believes in an afterlife. They believe in salvation. So this idea that what you do in in this life determines the outcome of the next life is an important thing. So to just turn away from it out of arrogance and laugh at it and mock it and not give it any consideration is a sign of arrogance and certainly a sign of unintelligence. It's not a very intelligent response to the subject matter. As if their ears are plugged up. So give him glad tidings for his rejection of pain and alienation of the state that that, that results in. Surely those who believe and do good actions, they have paradises of na'im. And na'im is everything that is good and positive and pleasurable and desirable, na'im. And this, some say it's one of the names of the, there are different names of paradise. Darul Jalal, Darul Salam, Darul Qarar. Jannatu Adan, Jannatu Ma'wa, Jannatu Khul, Jannatu Firdaus, and Jannatu Naim. And some say that this is the highest, it's the eighth paradise. Khalidina Fiha. Khalid means abiding therein forever. Wa'adullah. Haqqa. This is the promise of Allah in truth. Wahur Azizul Hakim. And it's important that Hakim here, we have it in the first one. This is Kitab al Hakim, and he is Aziz al Hakim. And then, Kharaqa Samawati Bigayri Amadin Taronaha. He created the heavens without any pillars that you can see. In other words, everything, see, this is gravity, according to some of the modern scholars. Everything's being held up because of universal gravity. And you can't see it. It's, it's something that you know. We know now that, that the heavens have been created with something that we can't see that's holding it all in place. It's not falling on itself. And, and so some of the modern commentators have said that that's what that amad is. And then it says, And he has thrust in the earth pillars. These supports are pillars 
these mountains that Allah has put in order to stabilize the earth, which is also what we know now about mountains, that they're actually stabilizing factors. And what you see outside, it's also described in the Quran as awtad, which are like tent pegs. And the thing about a tent peg is the majority of it is in the earth. Only a portion of it, a small portion, is outside of the earth that's holding the tent together. And the, the mountains, if you look in, in, in geology, the, the mountain is very much like a tent peg. It's a, it's a very accurate description. And that's in order to hold this whole thing together so that it quake not with you. In other words, so it doesn't shake. And one of the things about earthquakes is the places that they occur, there's actually a movement and the mountains are stabilizing factors in it. Like in Los Angeles, because it's a valley, the stabilizing factors there are the mountains. They're actually stabilizing the tectonic plates so that it just didn't completely collapse in itself. And then it says, And he dispersed in it every type of creature. So there's creatures that crawl, creatures that fly, creatures that walk, creatures that swim, uh, creatures that have blood, creatures that don't have blood. I mean, all these type of creatures on the earth, every type of creature. And then we sent down from the sky water and we brought forth beautiful pears, wonderful pears. And this is also the idea of, in creation, what you see is that there's pairing. So even in flowers and plants, and you have male and female, you have pairing that's going on. Now, after saying all this, Allah said, this is the creation of, of Allah, of God. So show me what other than God has made. After this display of, look at the heavens, you know, it's all being held together, you can't even see what we're holding it together with, Right? Uh, the four forces, what they call the four forces, these universal forces. And then look at all the creatures, look at yourselves, look at the mountains that are holding this earth together. All the, This is the creation of Allah. So show me what have those other than God, what have they created? Indeed, the oppressors are in such manifest deviation. It's so clear their wrongs, right? In relation to the world, in relation to the harmony of the world. 